Aptus Leadership Podcast, Episode 104, Pizza Teams. Whenever you start to approach any sort of endeavor, you have to have an understanding of the critical steps that are necessary to see that endeavor come to pass. As a leader, you have to be able to look at the path ahead of you, and you have to be able to understand what steps you need to take and what order you need to take those steps. Because if you take the wrong steps, what's going to happen? You're going to end up somewhere you don't want to go. But if you take the right steps out of order, what's going to happen? You're going to fall on your face. And I'm sure all of us have experienced that in our life. So in 2023, what steps do we need to take as a church? Well, I think it's pretty evident what we need to do. We need to raise the level of discipleship and leadership within our church. We have more people coming in, but we have more sheep than shepherds. And so we better start raising up some shepherds to help lead the sheep within this church. Now, how are we going to do that? We're only going to do that. We're only going to raise the level of discipleship and leadership within this church when we create smaller teams. We have to institute a, quote, one pizza-sized team philosophy within this church. That is our most crucial and critical next step for continued health within this church. Now, let me set this up for you. I read a book in 2022 called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, and I'm sure many of you have read it. If you have not, you need to read it. But as I'm reading this book, I realize that the military is built upon a leadership foundation of teams of four individuals. And this is fascinating to look up because you can get on the Defense Department website and they actually show you the leadership structure of the different branches of the military. We can take the Army, for example. At the front line, the foundation of the military is a fire team. And a fire team is the basic building block of the military. And there's four men in a fire team. Two fire teams and a squad, and a squad is led by a sergeant. So a sergeant is only responsible for two fire teams. There's two or three squads that make up a platoon, and there's approximately 36 soldiers, and that's led by a lieutenant. So a lieutenant is leading two to three sergeants. A company is comprised of three to four platoons, around 200 soldiers. So you have three to four lieutenants who report to a captain. A battalion is three to four companies with around 1,000 soldiers led by a lieutenant colonel. And then a brigade is made of two to three battalions of 5,000 soldiers led by a colonel or one-star general. I think you get the point at this point, right? One man who's responsible for three to 5,000 soldiers only really is directly leading two to three people. And all the branches of the military follow the same basic unit of four for their leadership structure. How many branches of military do we have? Six. And guess what? Of those six branches, they vote one guy to be the Joint Chiefs of Staff who reports to the president. So the president, the commander-in-chief, is really only leading one military man at any given time. At worst, he has everybody in the room. He's leading the entire armed forces for the United States, and it's only six people. Why does the military do this? Well, back to Jocko Willing's book, Jocko talked about the absolute necessity of allowing his platoon leaders to lead the tactical aspects of the mission so he could lead the strategic aspects of the mission. His platoon leaders needed the freedom and the authority to make tactical calls during the battle. But Jocko had the responsibility to make sure that those leaders were operating within a strategic plan. If he allowed himself to get sucked into the tactical aspect of the battle, then they would fail to achieve the strategy that they needed to employ to win the war. And Jocko illustrated this point as he talked about one time they went and had a training for the workup for his SEAL unit before they were deployed. And he said this, quote, 
During the first few days of task unit bruisers training, my SEAL leaders tried to control everything and everyone themselves. They tried to directly maneuver, control every position, and personally attempted to manage each one of their men up to 35 individuals in task unit bruiser. It did not work. And a striking realization that military units throughout history have come to understand by experience. It became clear that no person had the cognitive capacity, the physical presence, or the knowledge of everything happening across a complex, complex battlefield to effectively lead in such a manner. Instead, my leaders learned that they must rely on their subordinate leaders to take charge of their smaller teams within the team and allow them to execute based on a good understanding of the broader mission known as the commander's intent and standard operating procedures. That was effective decentralized command. Did you catch that? In a life and death reality of battle, not one leader, no matter how competent, had the cognitive capacity and the physical presence or the knowledge of everything happening across a complex battlefield to effectively lead 35 people. Now, we're in a church where on any given Sunday, we'll have anywhere between 240 to 280 people show up. None of us can lead those people. Now, maybe you're just sitting there thinking, well, that, that's just the military. Surely someone can effectively lead more than four to six people. Well, let's study Amazon. Amazon currently, at the time of this recording, is the fifth most valuable company in the world. And when you look at that list of top five, they are the youngest. Everyone loves Amazon. I'm sure you've been burned more money on Amazon than you should. They have an unbelievable process of getting uh, you know, supplies and gear and gadgets to our front door. However, this very complex company is ran by a very simple and effective system. And one of those systems that is very popular now in leadership circles is what Jeff Bezos instituted very early on in the, in the founding of Amazon. And that was the quote, two pizza team concept, which states that there are not to be any meetings that are held that two pizzas could not feed all the participants. Basically, no more than six people were to be in any given meeting at a time. Why? Because you get more than six people in the room, there's too many voices, and it starts to stifle discussion. There's too many voices in the room that slow down the process, and you can't manage that many people at one time. And I think the, the evaluation of the Amazon company is proof that the leadership model works. So you're sitting here saying, well, yeah, okay, so the military does this and corporate America leads this way, but Austin, this, this model doesn't work in church. I mean, God speaks to the pastor. God speaks to the leadership. And leading and discipling people is a, is a spiritual matter that takes years of biblical training to be effective. Well, let's talk about the Bible for just a second. If you were to go in your Bible to Exodus chapter number 18 and start in verse about 13, you would see that Moses is there in the wilderness with the people, and he takes the seat of judge. And the people stood around him from morning till evening, and they would start bringing their problems to him to judge. Now, Moses' father-in-law saw this, and he said, man, what you're doing is not good. Well, I mean, why are you sitting here letting these people come from you morning till evening? And, and Moses said, well, because these people need to acquire of God. They have disputes, and they need to come between me, and I, I make a judgment. And his father-in-law said very explicitly, in fact, quote from the Bible, what you are doing is not good. You and the people will certainly wear yourselves out, for this thing is too heavy for you, and you are not able to do it alone. I mean, think about the reality of that. We're wearing ourselves out in ministry a lot of times because we're trying to do something alone. We're trying to manage too many people because we feel like God's called us to do something, and therefore we want to be obedient to the Lord, and that's admirable, but yet we're wearing ourselves and the people out. 
So it's not just us that we're wearing out. We're wearing out the people because we're not effectively leading them. So what Moses' father-in-law told him to do was that he needed to set up this hierarchy of leadership. And what's really cool about this is he says, you need to place chiefs over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens to judge the people at all times. And if they can't figure something out, then they can come to you. And so Moses did that, and everything worked out better. And the hard cases came to him. They took care of the rest, and everybody was help, healthier and happier. And I think that there's, some, there's, there's something we need to see here. Jethro told Moses, create a system where there's no more than 10 people getting led at any given time. But when you start really looking at this hierarchy, nobody was really leading more than two to four people at any given time in that hierarchy. Now, you might say, okay, well, that, that's Moses. Well, think about Jesus for just a second. Jesus called people to follow him, and he instantly put them into the work in the kingdom. And, and here's the thing we need to see. Biblical leaders, corporate leaders, and military leaders understand that if they're going to be successful in their mission, then they need to be decentralized in their leadership. This is an absolute must. This is not a good idea. This is an absolute requirement. Now, as I said a moment ago, at JFA, we have a good problem. We have more sheep than shepherds. We grew by 20% last year, but if we're going to sustain that 20% growth, then we need to grow our leadership by 30 or 40% this next year. We are going to have to work very hard to get our teams down to a one pizza-sized team. That needs to become a philosophy within our organization. Our goal is to institute this one pizza-sized team where we have no more than four people that any one of us are leading by the end of 2023. Now, that, that might be surprising to you, so let me clarify this for just a moment. Teams need to be small enough that one large pizza feeds everybody. The leadership goal for all leadership positions, myself, you, everyone under us, is that there are no more than four direct reports to an individual. I want you to think about that for a second. That means, in short, you cannot lead more than four people. Now, why in the world would we be instituting this policy? Well, if the case study above doesn't show the imperativeness of this and the wisdom of decentralized leadership, then allow me to share with you some thoughts. The one pizza team leadership structure models the biblical principles of leadership. Bottom line, when you look into the Bible, this models exactly what we see in Scripture. You see, the Bible makes it very clear that we are the priesthood of the saints, meaning that God has called every single person to serve him and to serve other people. Our job as leaders is to disciple those people so that they can disciple someone else. The Bible calls believers the priesthood of the saints, and the Bible commands all of us to disciple the lost. And discipleship doesn't happen in a classroom. It happens in life. You might have the capacity to manage a lot of people. You might have the capacity to manage 100 people. So your neighbor might have the, the capacity to manage 200 people. I might have the, the capacity to manage 50 people. However, how many people can you truly disciple? Think about Jesus for a second. Let's go back to him. I said a moment ago that he would call people to follow him, and they would start, and he put them to work. Jesus only chose 12 and out of those 12, there were three who were his inner circle. Now, I, I was homeschooled, and I'm not a math whiz, but I believe three goes into 12, you guessed it, four times. So again, we see this principle of teams of four. So this one pizza team leadership structure models the biblical principles of leadership that we see. One pizza team leadership structures also allow for decentralized leadership within the organization that fosters 
efficiency and effectiveness in the ministry, efficiency and effectiveness. How many people can carry on a conversation? I mean, we've all been there where we, you know, go eat pizza after church and there's 20 people at a table. You're not talking to the people at the other end of the table. You have no idea what that conversation is. You're talking to the people in your immediate vicinity. And that's probably somewhere around four to six people. So if you if you've ever been inside of those those rooms where there's 20 people in 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 a meeting, you know that two or three people dominate the conversation anyways, and everyone else is just wasting their time. So it's not efficient to have those people there. Another reason why this is important is one pizza team leadership structures allow leaders to invest at a higher higher rate in those that they lead. I said a moment ago, you might be able to manage 30 people, but you're not going to be able to invest adequately in 30 people. A busy leader, particularly one who's working another job, is not going to be capable of adequately investing emotionally and spiritually into more than about four people. Additionally, one pizza leadership structures will allow more people to have a seat at the leadership table. Here's where it gets really cool. You still have 30 people in your ministry that needs managed and discipled. Now your four people are going to invest in four to six other people. And before long, now you're covering all 30 of your people. When you're leading all 30 people, they're getting one 30th of your energy and time. But now those people are getting one sixth of their leader's attention. Everyone is getting more personalized form of leadership and discipleship. There's another advantage here. One pizza team leadership structure will force leadership to create effective systems within their ministry. Let's not kid ourselves. The the systems that we are proposing here with this with this model, this one pizza team leadership structure is going to be very difficult to institute. The reason most churches don't set themselves up this way is because it's very difficult to raise up this many leaders within a church. It will require everyone from paid staff to volunteer staff to volunteers and team leaders to think about their communication style and their leadership style. And it's going to force us to create efficient systems where this actually happens. We don't have that today. If we did, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So we are going to have to formulate that and create it. And that's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be healthier on the backside. Here's another benefit. You'll notice there's a lot of benefits. Here's another one. One pizza team leadership structure is scalable as the church continues to grow. The unit of four worked in Jesus's, in Jesus's ministry when he had 12, and it works in the United States military where there's millions of troops. What that teaches us is that this is scalable. This is scalable, but it does force leaders to relinquish leadership opportunities to other people. And that's important because God designed the church to be a body of many parts. Too many churches can, 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 can see really good things that need to happen, and they, they have really good ideas, but they don't know how to make it happen because there's not enough people rowing the boat. And so when you bring more people on, it allows you to continue to grow, and as you continue to grow, you don't become the lid to the organization. You don't become a lid to the church. This model forces you to create productive people. You know, every church, every organization has people who are projects. These are the new believers. These are the young leaders. These are the people who are green and still learning. And hopefully you're productive. Hopefully you're a production type person. But as the church continues to grow, you're going to need more people that can be productive with you. And it's going to force you to turn some of those projects into production. That way you and I are not the lid to the ministry. Now, 
what is the vision for the one pizza team leadership structure this year? I mean, what, what is the vision? Okay. I, I've just given you a lot of reasons why we want to do that. So what's the vision? Team leaders embody the spiritual and leadership values of JFA. That is my goal. That is my, that is my desire. That is my vision. I want us to embody the spiritual and leadership values of this church. And I want us to integrate that into every single person that we, that we interact with every single person that we lead. Our four people need to need to understand the spiritual and leadership values that we have as a church. And it needs to be ingrained in them because that'll make them better disciples. And we then want to turn them loose to help people walk down a discipleship path. The, the path we've been talking about the last several weeks in this podcast. Team leaders need to view the one pizza team leadership structure as a discipleship pipeline before a task fulfillment pipeline. This is critical to the vision because a lot of leaders typically view themselves as responsible to see tasks completed. You know, for example, I have to create a budget. I have to preach a sermon. I have to prepare for an event. And, and, And we can start looking at leadership as tasks to be checked off. We have got to get out of the task-oriented mindset, and we have to develop a people-oriented mindset. In other words, as much as possible, leaders have to stop viewing themselves as doers, and rather they have to view themselves as developers. Leaders have to stop looking at themselves as servants, but start looking at themselves as deacons and pastors, servant leaders and elders. In this 